So here it is, y'all. Are you tired of being censored? Shadow banned? Shit, are you just tired of creating content and making these platforms famous? Well, I'm asking you to support OTW2. It's the black YouTube. Why, you may say? Because our content is important and necessary. And because anytime we tell the truth, they shut us down on their platform. So we are behind enemy lines, so we cannot complain. We just got to move accordingly, smarter. So since we know many of our people won't just jump ship and go to a black site, what I'm telling you to do is don't post everything that is great on their platform. Give them purge people a 10-second snippet, a 15-second snippet, and make them come to OTW Tube and come check you out. Support black things or stop complaining. Because only unity, black unity, and black economics can change our situation. Wake up, y'all. OTW Tube is where it's at. To say you black, you watch your mouth. We ain't listen. Nah, not for the clout. Original man, all I'm watching is y'all. Crazy how addicted I used to be at the mall. Spending all this hard-earned dough but never ball. In the game of life, was more of a curtain call. Smiling in your face, can't tell I was hurt at all. My little Asian love would go and run me to raw. Brought it to the crib and let me borrow the car. Gotta be fly, you gon' catch the people I Can't recognize the real when you always taught a lie. Can't remember a day when my mama wasn't hurting. Daddy wasn't brave and my niggas wasn't cursing. We was just some slaves and amazed with our burdens. Trying to find our way through this pain we immersed in. Raised by a gay shit, the sage wasn't working. Remember when they say we was three fifths a person. But if we came first, how the fuck do that work? I noticed people never like to tell the truth because it hurt. Going live, it's been a while, but kind of out of frustration. You know what I mean? Um, obviously, we know the election is coming. And I feel like I'm stuck in a uh, Groundhog's Day or um, I'm stuck in a, you know, a dream, Twilight Zone. Because it's like our people refuse to do what's necessary to survive. I don't give a fuck who you vote for, but you should arm yourself. I don't give a fuck what you think is going to happen. My question is, what are you going to do once it does happen? And every time I see a black person tell me they're surprised by what's happening to us, that shows me another black person who is refusing to see the truth for what it is. And I'm frustrated. So this is me venting because... I spend all day arming people. As somebody just said, never seen so many people go irate. Yo, the my problem with the elections is this for black people, and I'm only gonna speak for black people. Who gives a fuck? Really and truly, right? We're fighting for the lesser of two evils is what the argument is. So who gives a fuck, right? We shouldn't do shit. We should just sit by and let them fight. When has that ever worked for us? When has, we, has it ever worked for us to sit by and let them do everything and control our future? So you'll say, Remy, then what should we do? Arm yourself. Plan. Speak to your community. Like, my question is, for when Election Day is, with all the action that we have seen Trump supporters do, as violent as they have been, to my black people, anyone willing to have this argument with me, what have you set in place for you and your family and your community if something really does kick off? 
That's my problem. Nobody is sitting down wondering, what do we do? So you'll say, what are you doing, Remy? Well, for one, I have, I have armed most of the friends I have in my community. Almost every one of my friends has guns. And if they don't have guns, I've told them how to get to me. We have an escape plan. I mean, I could tell you everything, but I'm not going to tell you everything because I don't know who's also watching. But my point is, we're complaining about just voting. And I'm hearing people telling you not to vote, not to do this. But what plan are they giving you of action for your own community? How do we protect each other? So let's say Trump doesn't win. And you have hundreds of Trump supporters violently attacking people because they're mad about him. Are you going to be ready for that? Or do we just keep going to work as usual because voting doesn't matter for us? We don't care about who wins the election, so we're not going to pay attention. We're not going to worry about what's going to happen. Let's say you did go out and vote. Do you even know what you're voting on? I'm very proud of many of the people in my circle because a lot of them have called me. Remy, I'm looking at this prop. It says this. I'm looking at this. We're voting for this. What do I do about this when it comes to my guns? And I don't tell them what to vote on. I give them my advice wholeheartedly so they can make their own sound decision. Because one thing I'm not going to do is stop talking to my friends because of who they decide to vote for. I'm not. I'm not going to tear apart my black structure, the support systems that I have over somebody's lack of education or choice of vote. I'm not. I will be aware of who they are and understand. But there's black people voting for all kind of mixed reasons. I'm, I, I don't support people voting for Cam Camilla Harris just because she's black. I didn't support that when they did it for Obama. That's why you want to know who I can tell with how they voted and why they voted for is every single black person who told me Obama did nothing for us. Well, did you look at the plans and, the, and what was on his agenda or did you just vote because he was black? Because if you voted just because he was black, you think he did nothing for us because you thought he was going to come in there as a black president doing stuff for black people. You live in America. Um, I was reading somebody's thing. So it lets me know that you didn't look at his policies and didn't know and really thought that after 400 years of oppression, they were going to let a black man come in there and do everything right for us. Oh, yeah, I know that part about coming hers. So my point is, is that when are we going to start planning for what's coming next? What is our actionary solution so what's about to happen? Is anybody talking to their kids about politics? So that the next generation doesn't go through it. How many of you are talking to your children and saying, instead of teaching them to dribble a ball, play football, cheerlead, whatever our people are doing when it comes to being entertainment for white people. How many of you are sitting by and saying, you know what? I'm going to teach my kid about politics and about law. So that the next generation doesn't have to choose the lesser of two evils. How many of you are looking at the black people that we have in offices and judges, DAs, and seeing what did they do in their career? And are we going to vote for them again? And so that we're not just voting for somebody black. How many people are looking across the board at accountability of the people that are in electoral offices in your community and saying, let me see what they have done for my people. 
How many of you are actually aware of what the school board is voting on in your community? I'm asking. The judges, the DAs. See, I hear a lot of people saying, tear down the system, let's build our own. But the problem is you allow the system to control you. I.e., so like we say with some of these moors. I have uh, not uh, uh, my own citizenship. Okay, great, but the police don't respect that. So if you don't have a couple people in office who know that and can protect you, it doesn't matter what you say on their land. I say this over and over as melanin people. I use the word black because it's a it's a it's a common denominator word that so many people use. But as melanin people, if we understood the etymology of words and what we are up against, then we would understand that we are behind enemy lines. We are so behind enemy lines, we actually think we're free. Now, do we have rights? Is there a system set up that we could use against them to help us? Yes. Are we free? Not near, near one person in this country is free. If you want to ask me how, why I say that, look what happened with the COVID. This is bullshit, I can tell you. Most of my family is in, in, in the medical field. And don't tell me, oh, you're saying that because you didn't lose anybody. I lost three family members. All of them with pre-existing uh, pre, uh, conditions. So I, I know that COVID itself, the flu, the disease may be real, a man-made real condition, but the way they use it to control us as a people shows the fact that we're all slaves on some level. So somebody said when we establish our own nation, not talking about Moors, then we can declare a nation and we will be able to create our own. Okay, that is great information. But here's what I say to a lot of people who say that. The key word is we. So, even if we do this, we are still doing it on their land within their walls. Think of it as a castle. The king will run everything in his castle behind his castle walls. That's America. You are going to tell me that you're going to open up your nationality, your own establishment within his walls. As long as you're ready for the war that's going to come when you do that, then do what you want. I, I agree with it 100%. But if you studied white supremacy and if you studied their their history, then you know that won't, that your actions will be futile unless you have somebody within their own system to protect you. What does that mean? When they wanted to destroy the black liberation, what did they do? They put spies within them so they knew every move we made. So why are we not voting in our own spies into the system that can come back and tell our people? If you want to see a movie that should let people know what we need to be doing, but this movie, it's about a black spy who's part of the CIA who came back and taught his people about what was going down. And the part of that, why that movie is so important is we don't take time 
to teach our people what's next and what's coming next. Yes, public schools is the worst thing. So what this person said is the first uh, place you need to start is taking your kids out of public school. Everyone keeps sending their kids to be indoctrinated. 100% facts. 100% facts. I do not support or think any child should go to public school. Does my daughter? Yes, because I'm in a separated household. I have no choice. Her mother is a prime. She lives with her mother. Her mother sends her to school. When she comes home to me, I try to re-educate her and open her eyes to the reality of the world we live in. So what does that mean? Homeschool your children if you can, and if you can't, re-educate them when they come home. Do not allow the school to be the only thing that's educating them. Uh, 112, 112, I was trying to get you to jump on so you could vocalize these things that you're saying because you've been on point. Um, so, let, yeah, let's start talking about what you can do individually. Homeschool. So you'll, many of you go, I can't homeschool because I can't afford it. Well, find that black person in your community who doesn't have a job who you trust and allow that person an opportunity where you can put cameras in their homes and they can teach your people a lesson plan. Yo. What's up, brother? How we doing? I'm good. What were you saying, though? I wonder what you had to say. About a few things, man. Yo, you have to check what I just exposed, man. Like, So basically what you're talking about is um, obviously – the elections ain't shit. So um, when it comes to the elections, the last election, 2015, I basically started to create what, what I've been working on. Um, I didn't have any faith in the last elections. The only reason why I voted in the last election, which was for Jill Stein in a blue state, so my vote didn't even matter. The only reason why I did it is because of vote shamers. And fuck vote shamers, because fuck the, fuck the whole shit. Anyway. Um, I've been working on a lot of information um, because uh, obviously I've noticed the system's broken. Uh, I've been paying attention to a lot of things. Um, I just exposed the root of systemic racism in America with addresses. Um, and I'm about to show, I'm about to make a video on everything. Uh, the link in my bio, uh, and this is a great place to start. You, we, we have to understand the way that the system works. You see, for some reason, we live in a free Masonic nation, yet we never talk about Freemasons. So what oh, I did, what I did is I'm forcing people to look at Freemasonry because the Confederacy still exists. Uh, I'll show you what I mean. I'll show you my article right here. Um, listen, it's undeniable. It's out of their own mouth. They they admit it. Um, and when you understand. Well, it's his thing. I don't need you to show me all that because I mean, I know a lot of people. Here's what you're going to get from people. You're going to get the people who consider you a conspiracy theorist, and then they're going to get the people. Oh, no, no, no. This is different. No, no. This is different. Watch. You'll see. What you're saying oh, this is where I'm going with this. Well, what points are you making right now? I understand what you, your articles are. I already know. Uh, imagine everything you're saying to me. I've already been through and, go, and already know. Uh, the DHS has censored my information before. Uh, I, I live in Connecticut. Sandy Hook was a FEMA drill. The Department of Homeland Security pulled down their own website pages because of the information that I released. I am very heavily censored 
on every single platform. They just don't want me reaching people and talking to people because I have too much factual information. I get um, that. Problem. I'm, I'm trying to help the black community, and yet every time I try to give them this information, it seems to be crickets, and everybody wants to act like, oh, we can talk about the Freemasons. We can't talk about the Freemasons. You, know, you have I to understand that it, this bro. is the root of racism. Do you want to listen so I can explain to you what, what, where you're falling short? You're, you're trying. You haven't even seen the information yet, and you want to try to tell me about it? That doesn't make any sense, does it? Does uh, it? Yes, because no, it's about, not about the message. It's about the messenger. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, no, it's not. If the KKK gave me fucking factual information, I take it. This is where you guys get a problem all the time. This is why you fall victim to co and tell all the time. Fall victim no, to not. everybody that's black all the time. No, it's that's not. Like, come on, man. It's not. I'm yeah. a teacher. I work yeah, with man. I work it, with it, kids. Listen, so, all you, I'm, you're not even on don't the list. Wanna listen, you're I'm not gonna, even on the list, oh. but I have a nice If you don't want to listen, I'm going to cut you off because you're on my platform. I'm going to go. I'm going to you go. You already listen. proved yourself. Okay. Bye. So, you see people like that? Let me get my point across to a lot of my people, to that clown and to so many other people. If you've been following me long enough, you got to realize it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Our people want to listen from the children up to the adults. If you follow me long enough, when I used to start, I used to go ham, argue, scream, yell at people. But now you got to understand that there's so much information out there with our people that they need something to believe in. And if you don't know how to receive them on the level that they speak, it's going to go over their head. You see how wild up that brother was? You see how angry and he's trying to tell me he sh he shut me down from the beginning because he didn't have the time to slow down and listen. He thinks what he knows is more important than what I have to say. But yet you want to teach me something. So why not listen to me if you have information to give? So that goes back to my thing about voting and where our people are right now. I did a video that I'm going to post. It's about the young lady who went viral speaking the truth. And a brother wrote in the comments, she asked for it. And it's the truth. If we don't understand at this point that speaking the truth is going to get a, a, a target on our head, then we are not aware of our past. So we're making the same mistakes in our future. That's why you see me, if you talk to anybody who actually knows me, who knows me in my community, who knows me in my hood, I tell everybody to arm themselves. I promote training, 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 training. I promote husbands and wives knowing, I tell women, do you know what to do if your husband gets shot in front of you? I just drop down to the ground and I start trying to like, I'm scared he's going to die. But what about the threat? Why are you not neutralizing the threat first? Because any real man would well and die to save his wife's life. But if she doesn't neutralize the threat, then it doesn't make any sense trying to save his life because you're both are going to die. Those little things that are the thought process that we as a people don't think about. We are not ready for it. So back to what he was saying about the Freemasons, the KKK, the organizations are there. At this point, if you do your studies, 
you know who they are. How do you beat them? Know your enemy. Nobody was telling him that he was wrong about the facts. I asked him, do you know why you're not reaching our people? Which shows me, and his own racism and ignorance came really clear. This is why you black people, and he gets all, and it's like, why did you get that angry? If you, if you, and that's what I tell you, white people's support only comes with our, yes, a massa, do what you want, a massa. I believe in your massa. But if you question them, check them, the reality of who they are will come straight clear to you, like it just did. That's why you don't see me fight with these people anymore. Many people just want to be haters and just want to talk. I get that. But I'm willing to go live with anybody that wants to debate me so I can learn. That part. But so the point I'm trying to say to you is, Remy, what's your point? Here's the point. I can't save the world. So the people who are still made it to this part of the live or still listening, here's what you should take from what I'm saying to you. Our children are not dummies. Our kids, they want to learn. But you got to speak to them on their level. That goes for every single black person you meet also. If you really want to help your people, if you're really saying, Remy, I want to help my people, but these hood niggas and these hood women, they don't want to listen to me. Stop that before you go there. Are you talking to them so they can understand? When I ask my brothers and sisters on the street, do you know about your two-way rights? My what? Your gun rights, B. What's your gun rights? Do you know what your gun rights is in California? Man, I got a burner. Okay, you got a burner. Well, if you shoot somebody in self-defense and I shoot somebody in self-defense because I have a $25 license, I have a better chance of getting home, going home to my family than you do. Wait, $25 for a license is all I need? All you need to be licensed in California. Legal to have a firearm. Think about that. Think about how many so-called hood guys I know that didn't know that. So they're carrying around a legal firearm. See, that's the type of knowledge you need to make sure that every one of your people know how to legally protect themselves, defend themselves. That's your first lesson. Going back to what I was talking about with homeschooling. Don't tell me you can't. Well, I got to work. There's got to be somebody in your community who don't got a job. If you and your parents come together and say, okay, I would have spent a hundred and something dollars on daycare. That person would have spent a hundred and something dollars on daycare. We're going to send our kid to you. We're going to put cameras in your house and we're going to help you with your rent. Now you got your own homeschool situation. Well, Remy, that's not legal. Y'all motherfuckers go to barbers and hairdressers and nail salons that ain't legal. But now you want to tell me what's legal or not to educate your children? Give that person a chance. And then when they succeed, then you help them get legal. 
There's more excuses than solutions. You know why? Because it's easier to make an, uh, an excuse than it is to make a solution. I'm telling you there's ways to go about protecting your family and your kids. You got to think about that. Anyway, this was just for me to vent, hoping that one of these people, that Trump supporters or whatever that be on my page, would jump on and tell me how voting doesn't matter so I could have a conversation with them. No one jumped on or anything that people have so much problems in my comments would jump on. They haven't. Yes, there's steps to success. And we forget that as black people. We forget that it takes steps and that I'm not telling you voting is going to save black people. I don't think voting is going to save black people at all. It's a step to success. It's a step I use. It's a step I used when I was a drug dealer and I was on city council in Van Nuys. It's a step I've used when I sat on that city council and watched council members purposely not allow homeowners to speak on the fact that they didn't want a mega building built in their community because of the traffic and the home value would go down and they got stenciled and I watched the corruption and I watched that building get built and I watched the property value of those homes go down. I know politics. I've been doing this. Long before I understood what I was doing, when I was really just doing it to get over on people. We can talk all day, but we got to start putting some of this stuff into action. What do I do? I get up every morning and I go walking till I can run because I got a bad knee. I've lost weight. I've changed my eating. How do I protect my home? I have cameras in my house now. I got a camera in my car because I know the shit that I'm saying is dangerous. I'm armed. My wife is armed. What are we doing to stop ending up as victims? How are we fighting back? What are we doing to fight back? Hey, what's up? What's poppin'? I just want to give you a shout out, man. I um about the whole voting. Um, they um you already know what I went through. My story, my backstory with the whole um, voting rights got taken away. So I finished my probation and everything, and everybody was giving me a hard time about whether or not I could vote or not. And um I just got frustrated and just started making phone calls to the um the voting office, you know, right down to the center. And they was like, yeah, you can vote. Your voting rights are restored and everything. Since you're registered, you can vote. And it was that easy, you know. But they put all these fake the scratch through scratchings in your way to try and think make you think you can't vote after you um done time or whatnot and so forth. So my message is you to, you know, urge people to go to the um actual you know, their center office and cut out the Miniman, cut out the probation officer, cut out the Lord. Because all of them was telling me I couldn't vote. Mm. The voter registration office said, yeah, you're fine to vote. You know. You know what I tell people? Is if voting didn't matter, why would they be fighting you not to be able to let get your vote out? It's true. When you said that, it made me think, and I got angry. And then I went and started... When you said that message one time, I went and looked. Because I had my um, absentee ballot already mailed to me, ready to go. And, um, and so I just started making phone calls. And it took 30 minutes. It took 30 minutes of phone calls. Of call this person... Okay, no, you got to talk to this person. Okay, you got to talk to this person. And um, when I got to the final person, it was like, yeah, you're registered. You're good to go. All your, all your, all your, um, 
fees and stuff are paid, you have no obligations, you're good to go. You know what I love you know what I love about what you said that I think a lot of people missed? You heard what I said and did your own research. Well, yeah, if you're a, if you're an informed individual, you have nothing to fear. You know, if you're fearful, like you watch TV and hear what they say on TV and you don't get do your own research, you just live in fear. And you could be oblivious and happy and just not, you know, just going through life and not knowing anything, you know, and you can be oblivious and happy to whatever, you know, Mr. Happy-Go-Lucky guy. That's fine, too. But me, I, I'm not oblivious. I'm too smart to be oblivious. So I, I like to stay informed. So I research and I read, you know. And I looked to the source. Like when they'll talk about COVID, I read what it was. And it was nothing but a cold that could kill you. That's all it was, you know. And I accepted my fate. I washed my hands. I did stuff to boost my immune system, you know, to pop a zinc every day. And that's all you could do, you know. I, and I went on about my life, you know. You know what? You just made me happy today because that's all I really care about from our people. If you get the message from me, it's do your own research. Oh, you pushing me, bro. You you, you, you push me. <laughs> and I appreciate that. Thank you, brother, because I grew up on the five W's. Who, what, where, when, and why. I ask mm -hmm. those questions every time I read an article. I ask those questions every time I see something happen to our black people. And I ask all those questions every time somebody tells me something is a fact. And I appreciate you doing your own research because people being able to hear that will hopefully inspire other people to stop reading headlines and believing them. True, true, true. Well, yeah, yeah. well, then, well let me, one thing I'm saying, what I'm working on right now, huh? too. Well, let me tell you what I'm working on right now, too, is um, I switched jobs. And now um, the company I'm working for right now, they pay for your schooling. One of the schooling is um, they have full paid tuition for um, psychology. And so what I plan to do is try and open up a group for, um, you know, people that have gone through police misconduct, you know, and, um, you know, because the whole PTSD thing, that put me in a very, very dark, dark, dark place, you know, and um, I'm coming out of it now. I can kind of see the light in the tunnel now, and I'm more productive now. I'm still not 100% recovered, but I'm, I'm better than I once was, you know, but, well, um, you know, the first step is being able to, to see that there's a problem, and from being able to see that you can grow from it. That's what I had to do. I realized that my passion for my people and my passion for what I do made me like that gentleman. I don't know if you saw him before where I was so I angry. Saw. Yeah. I was so angry because I know the information. I know how to save my people and they just don't want to listen. And the first person that you have to heal is yourself. Right. When you heal yourself, then you can be able to understand that it's not that they don't want to listen, that maybe it's how you're presenting the information. Right. You know, me and my wife have a better relationship because, like, prime example, I'll give you an example. The other day, um, I got upset with my wife because I was like, wow, um, she didn't clean the bathroom. Right? <laughs> right. You know how I fixed that situation? How? I asked myself, why didn't you clean the bathroom? True. And had the bathroom been clean, would you be angry with her right now? You became mindful. Like I say, brother, I watched you evolve in a year, man. You amazed me. No, and I that. <laughs> but it's, you know, and I tell people that, not to say that nobody's ever wrong, 
Right. But the first thing that we can control that we fail to realize is ourselves. Completely true. You know, since me and you were talking, I had the same situation as the young lady that went viral. I had was told that the police have a hit out on me, right? Mm -hmm. By credible sources. And my friend's like, what are you going to do? Nothing. I said, what I'm going to do is what I should have done a long time ago. Got cameras from my house, mm -hmm. cameras from my car, made sure I got another firearm. I, I started teaching my wife better with self-defense. I went and got life insurance. I went and got two lawyers' systems, Legal Shield, USC. You know what I'm saying? Right. You can only control your, yourself. I can't stop them from what they're going to do. Completely true. But I can do as much as I can to make sure that they're either held accountable or that my wife's able to be safe whenever something happens. I walk around for body cam all the time. Yes. That's even the next level I got to get to. And I'm just saying thank you for, you know, just showing people that I'm not crazy. <laughs> no, you, you're on point, man. You can, you can, you, and you can, you, I watch you evolve and it, it makes me push myself more. You Thank know, because I remember when you used to get on, you'd be so, you know, you had so much knowledge and like, you know, it was raw, you yeah. know, and I was like, all right, I got to take it off. I take a piece at a time, you know, yeah. so what he's saying is good stuff, but too but much I, right now. Wow. <laughs> I was barking on people. I was disrespecting people and it wasn't necessary. And then now you come on with a point, you stick to your point and then you say the rest for another day. Yeah, you know, and and I was like, he evolved. I was like, dang, I got to do that now, you know, and um, and it, it helped me go through what I was going through, you know. Like I remember you told me when you had the incident with in the supermarket. Yeah, and you say, yeah, I had to go take the kids off, and we just went and parked, you know, just vacation. And so I had an incident at work, and I felt that felt it coming up, and I was like, and I just clicked and said. I'm going on leave. And I just took leave from work. Yeah. That's a yep. leave, you know. You know, it's it's and, point now where you I'm realizing that we can be productive in our PTSD. Yeah. You know, and I think that's exactly what I was doing. I was I was so I was putting my anger on everybody else and figuring wanting them to fix themselves. So I didn't have to be held accountable for not fixing me, yeah. you know. And I look at that with with people. When I used to first go hear people like, "Oh, that fat fucker can't do anything," and I got mad. And then instead of getting mad, I said, "You're 100 right." So now I do push-ups when I wake up, sit-ups. I change my eating habit. Yeah, got to stop looking at every critique as an insult. Yeah, and sometimes you know, like me, I rush a lot. And I had this white guy the other day tell me. You so damn stupid, nigga. You don't know the difference between there and there. And I said, well, honestly, I, I made a mistake and was rushing. But thank you. And another girl was like, <laughs> why did you thank him? I said, because I don't care about his opinion. But I care about yours. And the sad reality is you saw a mistake and didn't say nothing to me. And it, de it depreciated my message to you. He just helped me fix that mistake. So now... Whatever other thing you find to be angry with me, it won't be that simple mistake. And she was like, wow, I didn't think about it like that. Yeah. 
completely true. I don't need to argue with these races anymore. They're very consistent. No. No, they, they, they are. They, they're trying to tour you. You know, they're distractions yeah. from your goal. So I One thing I tell you about hate, like these hate gr groups, and it messes them up. The king had a point, you know, and uh, Martin Luther King had a point. They want to make you hate them. And when you don't hate them, you're trying to sound like a, like, you, you know, I had, like, me and my brother, yin and yang. Mm -hmm. My brother, he lived on the streets. Me, I'm in the stocks and stuff, and I invest, and I, you know, I make money the regular way. And um, I don't like the way my brother lives, you know, and I try to stand him, but I don't live the way he lives. That's how these racist people are. They want to make you hate them and so forth and be all hate, hating, full of hate and so forth. When you don't hate, like with the guy that you were talking to now, when you wasn't filled with hate and you didn't mirror that hate back in him, and you just say, hey, man, I'm at the country. Oh, no, I'm I'm, 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 I'm a hang up. He was so filled with hate. He couldn't know. He didn't have nowhere. To, he had no outlet. And, oh, let me just cut it off real quick, you know. And he was he had something inside him. I, I pity him, you know, because he, he doesn't have an outlet. Here's my difference between Martin Luther King and what I would think I, I think we've evolved to right now. Mm -hmm. He had a point. Don't hate your enemy. Where, me, where I, I've evolved from what he said is, he also said that we should love our enemy. I don't agree with that. If I well, he, if he I, talked about love in a different way, though. Yeah, but here's my thing is, for me personally, I don't hate my enemy. I just put extra love in my own people. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, I understand that. It's like that song, you're a non-fucking factor. Right. When I work, these white people get so mad at me. You know why? Because I pay them no attention. I had a lady look at me the other day at work and was like, so if a little Tommy died, six-year-old, you wouldn't care? I'm sorry. It's a bad situation. <laughs> uh, I'm sad because I've gotten like that too, unfortunately, and I used to not be like no, that before. That's <laughs> no disrespect. Yeah. But that kid is dead already. His support, his comfort, and love has a whole white supremacy behind him. He doesn't right. need men as well. Right. I worry about my own people and who I have to, because we don't have enough of our own people who are willing to care about when our people die. Right. She goes, oh, so you hate white people? I said, I have to hate you not to care about you? She goes, yes. I said, then, okay, name me three black people that have been killed by police in the past week. Uh, 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 I said, exactly. So that must mean you hate black people. No, I just didn't exactly. You didn't care. You didn't care. I care what about them. So I looked for them. I said, I can tell you about a white boy that was beat to death by, almost damn near beat to death by police. She goes, you can? I said, yes, because I'm against police brutality across the board. I also saw his white privilege because he was able to fight the police Assault the police and didn't die. Yeah. That white lady ain't said shit to me since then. They don't know because the thing is what happened to us is, and I'll tell you the, the, the fact of the matter, what happens to us is what they say is unbelievable. And that's the problem. It's unbelievable until it happens to someone they know or they see it on video. Then it's believable. But until someone tells you a story, like in my case, the police officer took off his gun. Yes. And they were both off duty. Yes. 
you know, and people unbelievable. People would tell you that's unbelievable, but I know yeah. you personally, and the fact that you moved, and that's what made him hurt himself. Not yeah. that you struck him. Yeah. So. so. It is what it is. But I tell you one more thing about King that a lot of people don't know. King also had this great quote, too, that he used to say, we can take it to the grass. <laughs> oh, they, but see, that's the thing. I tell you, that's what I post today. Who controls your narrative? Because that side right. of King never promoted. The gun yeah. token side never promoted. The yeah. goon side of Martin Luther King it's only yeah. I slap you, turn your cheek. He wasn't always like that. No, but he was both ways, you know. All right, brother. Thank you so much. I appreciate you letting me vent and talk. And thank you very hey, much. Keep preaching, bro. Don't stop. <laughs> you make me stronger every day, man. <laughs> Same way. It takes a village, bro. Yeah, I might be joining it soon. I'm looking for real estate. <laughs> All right. All right. I appreciate that brother allowing me to be able to vent. I appreciate all of y'all. Um, where have I been? Remy been in the streets. Remy been working with kids. Um, Remy is really trying to build a situation for real action within our community. I live in LA where, although the gang life may not be as evident, we are still killing each other. So my, my, my actionary response is to teach them how to aim correctly. So if I can't stop them from killing um, each other, I can get them to aim at the right people. That to some people may sound ignorant, but to me, that's the only thing I can do. And I will teach anybody who wants to be a responsible gun owner. And I will teach anybody how to use their firearm correctly. But I want all my black people armed. I want all my black people to know the law. You understand? And that's the thing is that I don't tell people to vote just because I think voting is going to save us from the everything that's going on. I tell you to vote so you can be aware of what's going on in your community. So you can see what they're trying to pass as laws in your community. So even if you think voting don't work, how are you going to fight a war if you don't know where they're coming from after you? You got to be aware. To my kings and queens, I thank y'all for listening. I'm out. Look it up. Lord individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Deang. Cindy Ashley Production. Ashley Production. Ashley Production. Ashley Production. On the wake up.